welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you where you are. And um, I hope that um, I hope that you're good. That's all I would say. Um, today is Friday in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, we've been having sort of like wet weatherish kind of thing. Um, mostly sunny but it's almost moving into the rainy season now and for most of you um, if you're a regular journal you, you would notice that i haven't been recording every sing- um, every day i've been recording every other day and that's because like i said i've been battling some health and wellness challenges which to the glory of god the lord has helped me navigate my way through and i would really like you to listen to the last two three musings because they have talked about how we as Christians need to recognize and understand that the devil is a liar and that the arm of the Lord is revealed to them who believe the reports of the Lord and that many times the testimony of the enemy, I mean the reports that the enemy brings is not only an evil report but it's also false. I mean it's one thing to believe a report because it is, you know, I mean it's one thing for a report to be evil it's another thing to be a false report and you know it just false you know with wrong information completely you know deceiving deceptive misleading and you know very potentially harmful to the to the hearer and that's what the enemy does and what he does is that he uses our sensual limitations our natural limitations in terms of the fact that there's so much we do not see you know he uses the limitations of our physical senses to distort information around us and to and to and to make us vulnerable to whatever narrative that he, he, he presents around us you know almost like creating a smoke screen so that we think that there is a fire whereas you know there's no fire or perhaps the direction that we think the fire is coming from is not actually what is coming at us and what looks like fire is not fire but it's actually vapor or steam or maybe even something that is completely harmless but he will try and make it look as harmful as possible just so that you can you know take the direction that um, he wants you to and you know he special is he's specializing in just distorting the facts distorting the truth let me put it that way and using facts you know to, to distort the, tr- the truth or you know things that seemingly look like facts to distort the truth but anyways I would recommend that you listen to the last two musings and the one talking about the devil is a liar and the one talking about the counsel of the Lord shall stand because that um, really talks about what my reflection and my experience what I have observed over this period um, when you are really looking to understand what's going on there's a lot happening around you you don't you can't you can't make sense out of it and the natural situation is presenting you know one set of facts to you the Holy Spirit is saying, is you know, is is questioning that and making you realize that, you, sh- I, you know, making me realize that I shouldn't build my trust on it. And as I begin to listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling me, I find out that what He is saying is the truth, and the facts that are being presented to me by the enemy are actually wrong, even though the natural symptoms seem to seem to have supported what the enemy was saying. So this morning I woke up and, you know, yesterday I was listening to Ron Kenoli's, um first album, which is uh, Jesus is Alive, 
released many years ago very powerful album that you know has lots of really wonderful songs what i like about ron kenobi songs in the um in the early days was that most of them were just scriptural confessions you know they, they, they just took scripture and turned it into songs so it wasn't so much those kind of songs where people are you know t- testifying of their own experience this was just scripture turned into songs so they're very very powerful spiritual warfare um, tools because it's just like singing the word of god and releasing the power in the word of god i, I have said in other musings that i have realized that the word of god is alive and it is powerful and the power in the word of god comes there's a power in the word when it is spoken as it it was written you know what i'm saying and that even though when we paraphrase the word of god there's power in that but i have found i have discovered that there's power in just speaking that word as it was written i don't understand why it is that way but when the bible says that all scripture is given by inspiration of god in second timothy 3 16 i believe it says god breathed into that word so perhaps that is why i have it is more powerful or it appears to be more powerful when you say it verbatim rather than when you are paraphrasing or test you know that is my own experience i don't know if any of you listening can relate to that but that's what i have discovered and for that reason that's why i like some of these ronkenoli songs i think i would recommend that you play it you know um, just run it through lift him up and um jesus is alive i think god is able to was very much in that mood but the first two i think more more so you know in those moments where you you may not really be able to play just play that music the word of god will actually minister to put it on replay and all that and i had mentioned that <coughs> excuse me i had mentioned that i discovered an um an app that helps to make uh, music replay much easier it's called boomplay if you if you get that um, app it just keeps music and it plays on the loop so anyways one of the songs in that jesus is alive album was um this song called rock of ages and at some point you know it gets to a part where he now says thine is the kingdom thine is the power thine is the glory forever and ever and that has been that verse has been you know running like a loop in my in my mind all morning and even from yesterday because today i'm much better than i have been for weeks and it's because i have listened to the counsel of the lord i have followed his guidance and i i i i see that really you know thine is the kingdom you know the kingdom belongs to the lord the power belongs to him and the glory belongs to him forever and ever and that the only counsel that is worth staking my life on is the counsel of the lord every other thing is fraught because it's like when you are going on a journey and you have two people two options you know you have a credible how would i say um, journey planner or a travel advisor or a trip advisor an app that is credible you know that it gives the solid information and then you have another app that was created by somebody who you know was just out to make money and is likely to you know run you aground and everything has some perhaps correct information but a lot of i mean it, it glitches it's just all wrong the app is just crazy 
and then you choose to follow that app because it looks like okay maybe this it may seem to it looks like it, it may work or maybe because it's easily accessible or whatever but you already know that that app has the tendency to mislead people so even if it's looking like it has a better um, how would I say navigation advice for wherever it is you're going or you know or it seems to have a it, it's showing you a path that looks like okay it seems like I can use this app to get to where I'm going as a trip advisor so long as you know there is an app that has a tendency to glitch to mislead and to malfunction you have no business working with that app because it's very likely that you'll regret it at the end of the day it's better to go with the app that is credible even if it looks like it cannot it doesn't have the guidance to take you all the way to where you're going let the app take you to as far as it will go to at that point look for when you get to that point look for another solution rather than to take the app that glitches and it's likely to lead you into complete a, a, a forest that is completely off track that may not be exact an analogy but that's the way the, the the devil is and again he doesn't appear like the way the serpent appeared to um you know even in the, in the garden of eden but he comes through thoughts and through situations that happen and you know the kind of um advice that comes in through people who he's speaking through and for those of us who are spiritually discerning and people working with god most of the time you can tell that this counsel is not necessarily of god this is a natural sensual carnally driven counsel sometimes it's a, bit, it's a bit too much of a step for us to say we should walk in faith because we're like oh you know the evidence is looking so overwhelming it just makes sense to go with what your sense is telling you and that's the, that's the bad part of it you know the sensual nature might will likely tend to believe that factual approach that the enemy will, will be advocating and this is not in all cases but i think in the cases where this applies i think people who are listening you will know you know i think you can recognize some of the, of this and um so you know in, in in that kind of situation when you now see that difference between the two you're now faced with the choice of do i go with faith or do i go with the facts and i think for me what i am what helps me and what i'm learning is on is to look at the spirit and the intent be, be behind the two not just the facts that are being presented but the spirits behind the facts that are being presented it's not as easy as doing that is not as easy as i'm saying it but it is something that is is possible it's possible by asking god to reveal to you and this is what i have done i said god to reveal to me whether i should make a decision based on the facts that i'm seeing or there is more behind it than the facts because sometimes actually the facts may be enough for you to make a decision depending on the issue at stake but sometimes the facts may not the facts may be misleading or the facts as presented may be misleading because again it's what what data are you looking at is that the whole picture so and it's only god that can reveal such things so for me and like i said i don't want to recap what i did in the last musings but the lord made me realize that the facts that were being presented were not were misleading if they were taken out of context 
that there was a much broader context that needed to be factored in and I should not make a decision based on the limited facts that were being presented and being pushed forward and he was 100% correct. So when I look at Matthew 6 verse 13, which is Matthew 6 is the chapter where Jesus was talking to the disciples about how they should pray and he ended it by saying, you know, I, I pray our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, which is part of, this was also reflected in that wrong and song. And said, give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And he now, in verse 13, says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. That verse 13 has been my lived experience this month of March. The Lord has prevented me from being led into temptation. He has delivered me from evil. And the reason why he was able to do it is because his is the kingdom. To him belongs the power. To him belongs the glory forever and ever. Amen. He really has the power. Power belongs to God. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Now the enemy may have a kingdom now. He may have power now. Of course, he may have glory now, but it is not forever. That is why when we, when Jesus said we should end the Lord's prayer by saying, Thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever, amen. What he meant is that of his kingdom there shall be no end. Of his power there is no end. Of his glory there is no end. So he's worthy of our praise, of my honor, of my worship, of my adoration, of my service, of my trust. He's so worthy. My prayer for myself today and for everyone that is listening, that the Lord will bring to listen to these words and this music this morning, is that may we get to that place where we all individually and collectively really know of a truth. That God is greater than all. That his power is here and it's real. And that to Jehovah El Elyon, the monarch of the universe, the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God who was and is and will forever be, that to him belongs the kingdom. To him belongs all of the power. To him belongs all of the glory. And that never will we ever, will I ever be deceived, distressed, or pressured to distrust him or to put my confidence in any other thing, in any other creature, in any other being than in the hands and in the hearts of the Lord my God. He's the greatest God. I think the most important thing that has happened to me in my Christian work 
is to experience God for myself. And I pray that I continue to grow in that experience, in that knowledge, so that I would never ever be deceived. I will never be deceived. No matter what is sent, no matter is brought against me, I will never fall for the lies of the enemy. The Bible says we should be sober, we should be vigilant. For our adversary, our enemy, the, en- the, the devil, is looking around, looking to see whom he will devour. But we are not to give him any place. Give him no place. May the Lord help all of us. May his name be glorified in our lives. The Lord assures us that as many as call upon him, he will in no wise cast out. He also says that everyone that seeks to know him, they will find him. Everyone that knocks on his door, he will open. And that everyone that asks will receive of him. We ask for wisdom, we will get wisdom. We seek wisdom, we will find it. We knock on the door of wisdom, it shall be opened unto us. So shall it be for all of us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted. In Jesus' name.